0: Here he comes, he's coming, he's sliding into the studio. We're
1: celebrating something.
0: Yay! We're celebrating right.
1: that Bonnie is about to accomplish something.
0: I'm gonna get Medicare on October 1st. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Medicare, <laughs> the very best insurance in America. And we brought several friends in this morning. We've been eating burritos and having coffee looking around the KNON studios and talking about Medicare and Medicaid. Who would like to step up and talk about their day with Medicare
2: and Medicaid? How about you, Kenneth Williams? Okay, how you doing? I'm Kenneth Williams. I've uh, had the uh, pleasure of being on Medicare now for a couple of years. And I wanna say that this is one of the best insurance programs that we could have in the country. And uh, I just wish everybody could have access to it. I'll tell you a brief story. My sister, who had a terminal illness a few years ago, was not quite old enough for Medicare. And the impact it had on her is that it it made it difficult to get her in a nursing home. Because they want to have that insurance payment when you go in a nursing home. I had to fight to get her Medicaid instead here in Texas. And that was a fight. Because they were turning her down for it. They said, well, she wasn't quite, uh, she didn't have quite the right illnesses to get Medicaid. And so (laughs) I had to play a little hardball. I told them, if they didn't let her in, I was going, if they made me take her home, I was going to bring her right back to the emergency room, and they would have to deal with her. And then if they sent her back home, I was going to bring her right back again. And somehow that social worker went and talked to somebody, and they said, hey, they came up with a solution, and next thing I know, my sister was in uh, the nursing home. You know? But, but that's one of the differences Medicare would make. If she had Medicare, I would not have had to do that. That's
0: right. right that's on. right.
2: Right on. Thank you, Kenneth Williams.
0: Yay! That's very
1: great. Medicare, Medicaid. We're holding up calls uh, early this morning because we've got a studio full of people here yeah! who came to help us celebrate. The anniversary of Medicare and Medicaid, it was signed in 1965 by President who? Eisenhower? Have- Lyndon Baines Johnson. Lyndon Baines Johnson. <laughs> and he gave credit. You know I was a
0: little kid then, right? After
1: he signed it, you know how they give the pins out and everything? He said that the retiree movement had caused this to happen. Hallelujah. Let's bring Patricia Murphy up. The outstanding activist of Dallas. That's They've right. actually named Murphy's Crossing after her downtown because... She's down there picketing so much. I Patricia win. Murphy with Medicare on Medicare and Medicaid.
0: All right. Excellent. <laughs> Fight truth decay. <laughs> <laughs> that tree is not named after me. <laughs> However, I am a Medicare um, recipient and so grateful for it. I would really appreciate Anybody in Congress working for Medicare for all, though, it really needs to be extend, you know, expanded, extended, not cut and ended. So right. the, just my plea for everybody to talk to your congressperson, call the switchboard. It's 202-224-3121 and let your expressions be known about keeping Medicare for everyone um, or, or keeping it for us, the seniors, but also expanding it. Thank you. Yep. That's Patricia Murphy. Yay! And that was
1: great. Our next speaker on Medicare and Medicaid and the anniversary of Medicare and Medicaid will be Mary Strickland. Now, she, like Patricia, is a teacher, and the teachers know best. Come on out, Mary.
3: This is Mary Strickland. Good morning. I was devastated. I lost my husband last year. He belonged to an excellent insurance because he worked with the Texas Rangers. Everything we got was free. When I lost my husband, I lost my insurance, and I just felt like I was thrown away. I was at the age where Medicare was bugging me, however, and they kept bugging and bugging, so I decided to take advantage of it, and that is one of the best things that have happened to me was getting Medicare. They call you and they constantly badger you <laughs> until you do what's right. She's she, she not kidding. <laughs> the doctors are excellent. And the people that are associated with the doctors are excellent. I just got a call last week from where they wanted me to get my medical stuff in order. And I didn't want to do it. But I had to... To stop the calling. I love Medicaid. Medicare would not be without it. No. Excellent. Right. Yay. And we also wanna to, wanna to tip a hat
1: to Medicaid, yes. which is which works for really old people and really poor people. Yeah. And yeah. the governor of Texas is keeping them from millions of dollars of free federal money that they could have gotten. 10, Under the uh,
0: Affordable Care Act. $10 billion was sitting in a pot waiting for Texas to expand Medicaid. And they did. They absolutely refuse. So you wonder why we have so many uh, people on the street that are ill, uh, that are wandering around lost? Look no further than Austin, Texas. Look no further, because it's your governor, boys and girls. He is stopping the expansion of Medicare or of Medicaid. He is stopping 25% of this state from having insurance of some sort. It's on him. It is 100% on Greg Abbott, and it kills me to say his name. I just prefer to call him Hot Wheels.
2: And that also causes us to have hospitals that have to close. Yes. Like we had a hospital in Garland, Baylor Hospital in Garland. It closed in part because they're not taking the Medicaid money. That's right. And for the folks that live out in the rural areas, their hospitals are closing across the board. You got to get Abbott out of there. Yes. (laughs) Well... We're for
1: we're for expanding Medicaid, and we would really like to see that happen. And we love Medicare. Yes. Let's listen to Horace Blake give his testimonial. I just found out Horace is also a volunteer fireman. What do you Come know? On? Horace is a great retiree activist with the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans.
4: Good morning, good morning, everyone. It's a beautiful day in America. We love it here. And um, it's great to be celebrating the anniversary of Medicare. when I left corporate America, I thought, well, oh, my goodness, what am I going to do about insurance and all of this? Because I know I couldn't go out there and buy it for myself. And a lot of big corporations, once they send you out the door, you have no more insurance. They're just not going to pick it up for you. And so then I said, well, oh, my goodness, I got to fill out my forms for Medicare. And, you know, it was a little bit unnerving, but then it, it became smooth. You get used to. It, and you see the benefit of it, and you say, this is wonderful. Everybody should have access to this. It's very, very important. And it hurts my heart in Texas. There's so many people mm-hmm. who cannot go to the doctor. You know, they need to have access to Medicare if they're young and um you know, that's where we need to be at. You know, right. we can't um, be over there saying, no, we don't want the government money. The government is there to help the people. That's why we put people in offices, political office, that is. Thank you. Yeah. That's right. Horace Blake. Yay. A very fine <clears throat>
1: testimonial for Medicare Medicaid. And I'm going to ask Bonnie to speak next because. There's a certain topic that a lot of people have been talking about here on KNON and everywhere else, and that topic is a woman's reproductive rights. And there's a gigantic contradiction between the fact that Texas is making women suffer and refusing to let them have Medicaid, Medicaid, which would provide for uh, some kind of decent prenatal care, some kind of birth and some kind of help for that little baby that that poor little 15-year-old girl has been forced to have. And yet, Texas, people say, people who are on one side say, we, we love these babies, we want these babies, and we want to do everything for these babies.
0: But not but in then, my backyard.
1: But then they won't pay for them. They <laughs> not won't in my backyard, no. So Bonnie, what do you think of that?
0: Well, I think, number one, all these decisions are being made by men. <laughs> I'm thinking. I keep looking around, looking for some woman that's making that decision, and that's not what's happening. And 100% of women who get pregnant, got pregnant by a penis. I, we're not regulating them. Why are we not regulating them? Why are we taking, uh, just, well, I don't understand. I don't understand why we are taking things away from women, taking things away from veterans, taking things uh, away from Everybody, when it comes to voting rights, uh, every single one of us is suffering through that. Uh, But, you know, we've got to beat them at their own game. We have to do that. That means we have to turn out like crazy, like we did in 2018, like we did in 2020, but now we have to do even more. Do you know that 500,000 people in Dallas County were registered to vote in 2020 and didn't? Oh. Oh. Half a million people in Dallas County were registered to vote in 2020 and didn't? What the? Come on, y'all. We can do better. We have to do better. That is how we get over this stripping of our rights. We make people like Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema in the Senate obsolete, where they won't matter. We elect enough senators across this country. This is a big one, y'all. I know everybody says, oh, y'all say elections, all the elections are important. Nah, 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 nah. Yep. Well, let me just tell you about this one. This one is going to tell us whether or not we like democracy enough to keep having it. Because if, if, if enough people don't care and don't go to the polls in November, we will not have a democracy to support. That is not hyperbole, that is not BS. That is the God's truth. You don't believe it? Ask Kenneth Williams. He'll tell you.:
1: Kenneth Williams is the president. Of the Dallas chapter of the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans. Woohoo! Aren't you also the secretary of something or another? Kenneth.
2: Uh, good morning. The uh, What Bonnie's saying is spot on. This is the time where we actually have to show up if we're going to have a chance to be able to do anything in the future. The folks on the other side want to get in there and take away our right to vote. They want to put guns all over the place so you won't even be safe to send your children to school. They want to have women who are, who are going to not be able to save their own lives when they get pregnant, That's right? Right. This is the world they want to create. The only way we stop that is we have to show up and vote. We need to vote them out and we need to vote all of them out. Yep. Starting with Greg Abbott, <sighs> Beto gives us that option to take Abbott out this year, we have to do it
0: all the way down. You know that's something. And you have
2: to vote for all the people. That's right. There you have to you vote. Go. You got to vote for all of the rest of the slate, so that so that Beto and President Biden will have people to support them. Yep. And this is you got to vote from the top of the ticket down to the school board, uh, the, every office. You have to fill out the entire ballot.
0: That's right. That's exactly right, man. That is so important. A few years ago, when the Republicans in Texas uh, took away our, our uh, option to vote straight ticket, remember, you could just, you could just go into the uh, voting booth and hit Democrat or Republican and poof, uh, the whole ballot was done. Mm-hmm. Not anymore, boys and girls. You have to go from the top all the way to the bottom. And we had a slogan a few years ago when they when they took that away from us. Don't stop at the top.
1: Don't stop at the top.
0: Don't stop at the top. Bonnie and
1: I are we're allowed to we're allowed to urge you to vote. We're just not allowed to tell you how to vote. And
0: I'm not. I don't care. Quite frankly, I am here to promote fair, safe. Equal, equal elections, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't care how you vote, Republican or Democrat, but you need to vote, mm-hmm. and you need to take, come on, man, people died for your right to, take, to cast that ballot. What's wrong oh, with man. you?
1: I want to get our volunteer fireman up here one more time. Uh, we're going to take a break in just a minute, but we want to hear from Horace Blake one more time on
4: Medicare and Medicaid. Horace. Okay, guys and dolls, I tell you what. Everyone talks about Texas being a great state. It really is a great state. But think of how much greater we could be if we look out for everyone our brothers and sisters, our neighbors, you know, making sure they have what they need not just food, but also good health care. It matters to have good health care because when you do, you know, everything else falls into place. You could go to work, you could take care of your family. And so why are we blocking health care? It's not about just the billionaires. The guys down the street and on the corner, they need health care, too. Yeah, that's right. Okay. That is so true. So Right true.
1: after this break, we're going to start taking calls. I appreciate that people have held on. Yep, We've got a whole on. line of people waiting to talk. But we're going to take a break right now. Thank you.
5: <laughs> right.
1: On the Workers' Beat with Bonnie Mathias and Gene Lance. And we can finally take some of these calls. Some
0: thanks calls. Thanks so much for waiting.
1: And thanks for calling KNON. Good morning. Good morning.
0: Okay, next. Uh, that
1: one hung up. Okay. Try the next one. Thanks for calling. Good morning on the air.
0: Hello. Good morning. Uh, Good morning. Okay, turn your radio off, okay? Okay, good morning. Good
6: morning. How are you this morning? I'm interested in the topic that you have on this morning. My name is Gwen Daniels. I'm calling from Garland. Mm hmm. All right.
1: Yes. You're Kenneth Williams friend.
6: Yes, yes, I am a friend of uh, Barbara and Kenneth Williams out in mm-hmm. Rowlett, and he let me know the topic that was going to be on the on the uh, your show today. And I just want to say three things about Medicare. What Medicare does, especially for. Uh, someone that was able to maybe hold a job and retire. Mm-hmm. Medicare gives you affordable insurance and keeps you from having to uh, declare bankruptcy. Right. It, um, it It is a great tool for you to be able to secure health care. And our state is just horrible with the fact that they will not expand Medicaid because those types of services that Medicare doesn't pay like the deductible if you have to go in the hospital Mm. or you go to see your doctor that 20% those who could who could get Medicaid would be able to have the Medicaid portion of their health coverage fill in that gap and cover the portions that Medicare doesn't cover. Well, Greg Abbott and his cronies, they know that, Mm -hmm, and that's mm -hmm. why they, they do not want to expand Medicaid. And it's for the least of us in this state who exactly. really need that. That is exactly
0: right. That is so exactly it, it, it's right. It's
6: just incumbent on us to vote early, and those who are not going to vote by mail, show up and vote early, or don't even wait to election day. That's Go right. Go and secure your vote. Yep. Because some of the lives of us, the Texans here, our very lives, will depend on us getting Abbott. Yes, ma'am. And his party out of office yep. this year, and I appreciate you giving me time Thanks. to voice
0: my opinion. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you calling in. It's so important for us to to tell people what Medicare does and what it what Medicaid could do for the least of us. Uh, it just it makes no sense. It makes no sense whatsoever. Thank you, Gwen. Thank you so much for calling. Who's next? All right, have a blessed day. All right, thank you, love. Bye bye. Okay. Okay, here we go. All right, good morning. Thanks for calling Kano in. Hello? Good morning. Good morning.
6: Hi, Bonnie? Yes. Hi, this is Judy Bryant. Hi, Judy. Hi, hi. Listen, uh, I just want to say to everybody I- I'm uh, a Medicaid- Medicare recipient for the last eight, almost nine years. And I'm the field organizer for Texas Alliance for Retired Americans and all these great folks including you and Jean and everybody in the studio are all Texas Alliance for Retired Americans members and our Alliance for Retired Americans has been fighting for cuts to, fighting against cuts to Medicare and fighting to expand Medicaid in Texas. Years ago when the, uh, Medicaid expansion first came up when Rick Perry was governor.
5: Mm-hmm.
6: Our mm-hmm. state president, Jane Lance, uh, immediately started a campaign to expand Medicaid. Yeah. And look at all how many years we've gone without doing that.
3: Man, uh, it's... and
6: all the, a couple of other callers talking about things that people lose because of that, and Kenneth's right. story about what he had to do for his sister to get uh, get her. And, treated
0: in the end of her life, and how so. horrible! I mean, it's it's like it's like they work to see how really horrible they can be to their fellow human beings, and that would uh, that's kind of my bumper sticker on the car that Jean likes so much: "Humans against Ted Cruz."
6: <laughs> you know, exactly. And with today being the 57th anniversary of Medicare, Medicaid. Uh, We have so much to be thankful to our Texas native son, President Lyndon Johnson, for seeing that that Medicare got passed and uh, providing health care to millions and millions of people for years and years. And today, 18% of the population is on Medicare, is on some type of Medicare. No kidding. As Patricia said... I mean, having Medicare for All, health care is a right yeah, yep. for everybody to That's have. Right. Yep. And like you mentioned, all these people walking the streets with, you know, no health care mm-hmm. and just on and on and on. And it's because of of Greg Abbott and the cronies down there that we haven't had any of this, you know, happen in Texas that should have happened. And we're, we're losing, like you said, billions of dollars. Yep. Uh, 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 we've been part of several Medicaid expansion rallies uh-huh. at the Capitol. Oh, yeah. Even chambers of commerce want to expand Medicaid. Of course. Uh, it's good a, business. As a, as a, it's just not, they're not listening to anybody. Nope. So well, that's why we, gotta, real-
0: we have to elect people who will actually listen to us.
1: They are they are I I disagree. They are listening to somebody. They're listening to insurance companies. Oh yeah, that's true. We've been talking, we've been we've been all agreeing (laughs) that everybody loves Medicare because everybody gets on it as soon as they possibly can. But that doesn't mean everybody loves Medicare. Insurance companies. Hate Medicare right. and are doing all they can to undermine it and get rid of it. But, Judy, I want to ask you about some legislation that is pending right now in the Congress. It's called the Inflation Bill, but it's got some stuff in it about prescription drug prices, oh, that's doesn't right. it? Yes.
6: Yes, and yes, yes, it does. And that is something that we really, really need to get a handle on. Prescription drug prices have gone out of sight, and a lot of people can't afford their medications, <laughs> yeah. or they have to cut them in half, or they just can't afford them at all. They have to choose between their medicine and food on the table, <laughs> and this, this uh, bill would greatly help that. And what we have been fighting for in the Alliance for Retired Americans is for, uh, for Medicare to have the same ability to negotiate prescription drug prices like the VA does.
1: Like the so, v- veterans do. Uh, mm-hmm.
6: Right, but what veterans do so that the drugs will be affordable for people. Mm-hmm. Because uh, there's something, I mean, look at the price of insulin that oh. just shot up to hundreds of dollars, you know, for, mm. uh, and, and this bill would cap it, I believe, at $35 a month. I believe mm-hmm. that's
0: right. Yeah.
6: And so, uh, actually, that that is definitely what we need to see have happen, and uh, we need to call our congresspersons, like, like Patricia and Bonnie were saying, and tell them that we want this bill to pass. It's pretty amazing that, you know, it's a joint effort between <laughs> Manson and Schumer, but hey, we'll take this, so... Uh,
0: yeah, that's I will take it. I mean, if this what if if we had to negotiate with him to to get this passed, so be it. Uh, but well, now, exactly. uh, these Republicans that are standing in the way uh, need to move. They need to move. If you're not part of the solution, dude, you are part of the problem.
1: Yeah, Bonnie, <laughs> give out the phone number because we have been remiss about that.
0: 972-647-1893.
1: We're supposed to give out the phone number every five minutes. Yes. 972-647-1893. We're talking but with Judy thank Bryant. You.
0: Thank you, Judy. Thank, thank you so thank you much. for celebrating. Yes, thank ma'am. And thank you for calling.
6: The, 50, the 57th anniversary of Medicare and Medicaid. And just to let everybody know, in a few weeks, uh, in fact, two weeks from tomorrow, we'll be celebrating the 87th anniversary of Social Security. Woohoo! And what people need to remember about these programs is that they are not handouts.
0: That's right. Every
6: single worker earned these benefits for Medicare, Medicaid, and Social Security. Mm-hmm. We paid into them during our working life. That's right. Our employers paid into them. And so that's why everybody is entitled to get them.
5: Yeah, uh-huh. it is and
0: not. That's when you hear these politicians say, these are entitlements. No, no, they're not. It's our money. Mm-hmm. It's our money.
6: Right. It's our, our <gasps> money. And we, and Bonnie, we are entitled
0: to our money. Right, <laughs>
6: to get it back because we paid into it for all these years. Exactly. And so that's what people need to remember. And as you said, though, in November, we've got to get rid of those folks in Austin because Texas is one of the states that has not, you know, ratified uh, expansion of Medicaid. And a number of Republican-led states have done this and expanded Medicaid because they saw how much money their state was losing
0: but not this face not this one like six, all right real. thank you all so much for all you do thank you Judy thank, thank you thank Judy you. Bryant
1: the organizer for the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans good morning thanks for calling KNOIN hello good morning are good you? morning <laughs>
0: thanks for waiting good Just quick a comment this is councilwoman uh Carolin Arnold good
1: morning. Good, morning. good morning great good morning i
6: appreciate your comments this morning and the force that the tenacity and t- sympathy that Miss Bonnie, we keep talking about rights to vote. But in a nutshell, women are going to have to turn out this year at the ballot. Yep. I mean in high numbers. Men as well. Yep. But we've got to fight and stop complaining. It doesn't take much to go in there and vote against the people who continue to vote against us. And so what I think the message to become on a broader scale. We need to educate folks name by name of all folks on the state, federal level in particular, who vote against our workers, who vote against our mothers, who vote against our children. Yep. And it comes down to the fact that we as a, a community and the people in states in this nation, we underwrite the salaries and the health care benefits of the folks on the federal level and the state level. Uh Their families have access to health care, quality food, a group over their head, and we're sitting here giving them all of the coverage, and they turn around and deny us that basic coverage.
1: Councilwoman Councilwoman Arnold, could could you answer this? Why is it that the state politicians listen to the insurance companies instead of the people? Why is that?
6: Well, when it comes down to it, because some folks call me a politician, and I want to be an advocate, but when it comes down to it, it comes down to power. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it comes down to. And some folks would rather not stand up for the people's agenda, because the the, the, the corporations keep us in a position of, quote, power. But when you look at what's going on, and we are denying children and parents the right to go to dental care, and we're in the, one of the greatest countries in the world, and we have you know, parents walking around with no teeth, yeah. you know, children with gum disease, the elderly are afraid to go to the, to, to the doctor because they, they can't pay the bill. And we sit here and allow folks to take our money, vote on their own salary increases <laughs> so they can have a stable salary and health care. Mm-hmm. So we've got to break it down so the average person understands it, that this person, these people on this list, voted to deny your child health care they, they voted to deny your grandparents health care they voted to deny health care to the workers you have to break it down yep. mm-hmm. we must bonnie as you say that this is going to be the last opportunity that we really have because democracy is leaving us minute by minute
1: yes ma'am yes ma'am. So do you think do you think democracy is uh, is one of the main issues for no- november elections
6: well yes, there we they talk you folks do it, talk about the constitution.
1: Mm-hmm. But the,
6: the the constitution is clear. Provide for the, the general welfare of our people is one of those concepts. Mm-hmm. And health care, quality of life, peace and just an opportunity to go after any opportunity that we can to enhance our quality of life, we're mm-hmm. entitled to that. Mm-hmm. And so what we need to also understand is that we sit here and allow all the same folks to make decisions about our environment, quality food stores. I heard someone call early this morning. We get bad food. We get poor environmental. And then our health is impacted by those same decisions. But we can't get any health care to offset what was made on a political decision that was made on a political level. Uh, she <laughs>
1: have <you've> been listening <laughs> yes, to Councilwoman Carolyn Arnold. <laughs> And uh, I think everybody in the studio is ratifying what she's saying. If you're hanging on, please continue to hang on. The number is 972-647-1893.
0: Councilwoman, I think you you are right on target. Uh I am I'm trying to tell everyone do not focus on anything but get the tunnel vision for November of twenty twenty-two. Mm-hmm. Don't think about what are we gonna do in twenty-four. Oh my god, who's gonna run for city council in twenty-three? Nobody, just focus, folks. Put that tunnel vision on. November twenty twenty-two is what we've got to focus on.
6: All right, you're right get a shirt that calls
0: us twins for twins for the wind that's what we're going to be called oh i like it twins twins that's you <laughs> and me baby all right councilwoman we really we really Thank appreciate you. your comments you.
1: that was councilwoman Carolyn King Arnold good morning thanks for calling K and a win. hello hello you're on the air thanks for waiting
0: oh you're you're that's on great. okay it's your turn it's my turn yeah. okay. um Okay, so uh, thanks for this show.
5: It's a good show. Um, I just uh, really called to say hello to my uh, neighbor and friend, uh, Horace, there. Oh. He had no,
1: <laughs> he's had listening.
5: no idea that he was part of the uh, fire department, too. And yeah. Long, he's got a long resume there. I oh, know. This, this is Joe. And uh, he, he kind of told me to to call, so uh, <laughs> I was going to heckle him, but I can't heckle
1: him.
0: Oh, yeah, you mm-hmm. he can. He's still listening. He's still listening. He's, but, in, the, uh, he's he, in the lobby
1: listening. I'm sure he wants to get your opinion on Medicare and Medicaid.
5: Yeah, um, uh, great show, so, uh, guys. Um, uh, we uh, Horace and I walked uh, for Beto once, and uh, you know we've done a lot of things together. But um, thanks for everything you guys are doing. And... Um, I'm going to let. Uh, I don't have a political statement, right? Or I don't have anything else to add. But thank you so
0: much for all your work, and we'll do all we can. Thank, thank you, you so much. That's all we can ask. Nine thank seven
1: two six four seven one eight nine three. Thanks so much for waiting. Good morning. Thanks for calling, Kana Win. You're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. Hi.
7: Good morning. Good
0: morning. You're on the air.
7: Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, this is Representative
0: Alonso. Hi. Good morning,
7: yeah. sir. Yeah, good morning. I just wanted to comment on, on what you're doing. First of all, thank you for bringing up the topic. Uh, and the main point that you folks are saying is they're not listening. And let me tell you what I can say that. When uh, Medicaid expansion passed in the House, you know, the legislature was supposed to pass it and the Republicans were against it, mm-hmm. I asked, why are you against it? And they said, because we hate Barack Obama. <laughs> okay, then when Barack Obama left, I go, why are you against it? Well, because you know we don't want to do it. Why?
5: Mm-hmm. Now,
7: the, the the reason I say they're not listening, they don't want to do it because of Barack Obama. They don't want to do it because of the poor kids. But mm-hmm. think about it: the money does not go to the kids. Right. It goes to the doctors who treat the kids and yes. treat the people that have no money. Yes. So when they're when they're cutting the money, they're not cutting it to the folks. They're cutting it to the folks that treat the folks. Exactly. And the doctors have tried to explain it to them and probably 70% of the doctors vote Republican. Mm, probably but in so. The end, it's like it's like you're saying, they're not listening. The only way you can get it passed is if you get folks in office, as you're talking about, they're going to listen. That's the other great. thing I'll tell you, uh, Lance, I'll send you an article about what's going on in Washington also. Mm-hmm. One of the things that's going on to it relates to Medicaid. Uh, yeah. the, third, the third person on the of uh, power in uh, Washington, uh, there's, what, a Pelosi, then Hoyer, the third person, what's his name? Uh, 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 majority leader, I mean, in the House. Anyway, from North Carolina, I believe. Anyway, he, along with Democrats from Texas, and I'll send you the articles so you know who they are, have added language to the budget to expand Medicare to overrun the state of Texas. So. But at the meantime, right now, it's true. The only way you're going to expand Medicaid is if you put people losses they're going to listen to The ones there are telling you flat out they're not going to do it. They're not going to, even if you convince them why they should do it to help their, uh, even people that vote for them. So I support the concept of discussing it and encourage you to keep on repeating it. Finally, as it relates to politics, what's going to happen in the fall?
1: Mm hmm. When, when you get old enough, when you get old enough, are you going to get so? Are you going to get Medicare?
7: Yes, sir. I'm 65 right now.
1: Everybody, right. you're eligible I'm, now. Then
0: see, I get yeah, mine I'm October 1st because my birthday's October. So there you go. The
1: point I'm making I'm is that everybody that can get it gets it. Rich people get it. Yeah. They vote against yeah. it, but they get it. <laughs>
7: Yeah, real quick. I'm 65, but I don't look 65. Well, I, no. Right?
0: You don't. Never. It's
1: because cuz we're we're, Is it? Is it? we're just Thanks we're so crazy. much, Representative Alonso. We have to no, take no, a re- have to take a break. Re- no, oh. no, go ahead. Go okay, ahead. thank I'm, you. Thank you for the invite.
0: Appreciate thank you. you welcome. Blue Monday. I hate Blue
5: Monday.
0: Woo. Got to work. On <laughs> <laughs> okay we're horrible we have to give out the phone number more 972-647-1893 and i think we have somebody waiting they've been waiting on. and
1: waiting good morning okay. thanks for calling KNOM. thanks for waiting
0: hello are you still there he's there are you there Hello? Yes, hello.
7: Can you hear me? Yes, good yeah, morning. everybody can hear you. Everybody can hear I'm you. I'm a veteran, and uh, what the majority Republicans did two days ago, yeah. oh. that Vietnam bill, that toxic bill, Yeah, actually mm-hmm. with, it was for... Uh, uh, Hot Wheels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 I would suggest that all veterans call their representatives and tell them to pass that bill, because it is stated,
1: That the majority of Americans have less than $1,000 when they pass away. Yep. A lot of people need help. What did you think about Senator Cruz uh, supporting uh, the people who shot down the
0: veterans benefit bill? You know, uh, Cruz, Cruz, I don't like to call people names, but he's... My car, it says humans against Ted Cruz.
1: I get letters from him, and, and that's a good <laughs> idea. Just just take whatever he wrote to you and do the opposite. Do the
0: exact opposite. That's mm-hmm. right.
1: Good uh, good advice, sir. I never saw anybody that was so against working people as or Ted Cruz. Just
0: human beings in general. <laughs> I mean, really. What else
1: you got to say, Brother Veteran?
7: Well, I just say that, uh, you know, as an American and as a veteran, I was almost killed in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. I could feel the bullet past my face. Wow. And if I had died, just think how mad I would be.
1: Mm, yeah. Right, right. I'm a veteran, too, and uh, we should have gotten those benefits. Well,
0: you know, Thank and you I'm so looking, much. Uh, these, these benefits also uh, were—these benefits were specifically— for not just Vietnam vets but the vets from Iraq and Afghanistan who's Barracks mm-hmm. were set up next to burn pits mm-hmm. where they burned toxic material.
1: Mm-hmm. So they're they're fighting lung cancer,
0: lung cancer, brain cancer. My god. But there, President b- Biden's son got they believe his his camp was near a burn pit mm-hmm. and they believe that that could very well have caused the cancer that killed him.
1: So so they they had a chance to get some relief from Congress and it got shot down. Yep, yep. It's too bad.
0: Yep, then that's there's your there's Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley, you know, uh, Cancun Cruz and Chicken Hawley. Uh, It's crazy. 972-647-1893. Man, y'all better hurry because we we only got a few minutes left The call. We're
1: on, we're on our last wings. We're on our <laughs> last you know, I haven't done the first thing. The first thing we always do is let you know that there are things you can do. That's right. August the 6th at 930, the LCO has its volunteer kickoff event at 1408 North Washington. That's August the 6th. They want everybody to turn up because they, we're all going to work on the elections. That's right. August the 8th is the deadline in the $25,000 Union Plus Essay Contest. You have to write and say that you did did a whole bunch of stuff, or that somebody else did a whole bunch of stuff, and you win up to $25,000. Is that
0: scholarship money?
1: No, it's uh, you get it. Oh. If you win, you get it. Oh. August the 10th at 6 o'clock Congressman VC's Fort Worth Town Hall at Tarrant County College South Campus SSTU Building Cafeteria 5301 Campus Drive, Fort Worth Texas 76119 that's August the 10th at 6 o'clock now August the 18th at 6 o'clock Congressman V.C.'s Dallas Town Hall at West Dallas Multipurpose Center 2828 Fish Trap Road Dallas Texas 75212 that's awesome September the 9th and 10th is the Women's Summit September the 12th the U.S. House comes back to work they took the <laughs> It's called yesterday. That's
0: really funny. September, Comes back to work.
1: That's September twenty <laughs> is the National Voter Registration Day. Don't forget that date. August the twenty uh, October twenty-eighth is the deadline to receive vote by mail applications for the general election. Of course, you can do it anytime. Yes. You can apply to vote by mail.
0: I encourage you to do it early.
1: Especially if you're over sixty-five. Yes. And November the eighth is the general election. Bonnie wants you to vote. Yes. 972-647-1893. Yesterday Starbucks won. Yes! Oh,
0: yes. I went by the store on Thursday uh, in my bright red union shirt. Which store was this? This is the Mockingbird Station uh, Mm -hmm. Starbucks. I went by there on Thursday with my bright red union shirt, got me a coffee, uh, told them as I left, union yes. Mm -hmm. And they had their election yesterday. Mm -hmm. It was unanimous. So I went to the Dallas site yesterday evening to meet some of these folks. Yeah. And Patricia was there. Oh, my gosh. It was so cool. And
1: congratulate them.
0: Yes. Yes. They had cake and everything. It was so cool. That took courage.
1: That took courage because one of them got fired a month ago. Yep. And Starbucks has been accused of over 400 violations of labor law. And uh, Imagine and that. So naturally, it takes a certain amount of courage yep. to step up and say we want to organize anyway, and they all
0: did it. Yes, and I'm very proud of those folks, and I encourage you go buy go buy that Starbucks. If uh, one of my one of my friends, she goes, I drive by there every Monday. Mm-hmm. I said, so Monday you stop. Get you a Starbucks and say union yes. Yeah. Uh, you'll you'll make their day. Believe it. They are so happy to have the support of so many people. I got to hang out with Tavita, the Mike guy, <laughs> toffee <day> last night.
7: <laughs> Mr.
1: Solidaria. Yes,
0: Mr. Solidaria, Angie DeFilippo, Ryan Haney. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, when I said something about Starbucks winning their uh, union election, Mm-hmm. Facebook would not let me post
1: it. Is that a fact? Yeah. 972-647-1893. We should shout out to y'all, the young active labor leaders. Yes. And I'll tell you why. Because oh. I went to the walkout that they had at Mockingbird Station. That's Took right. a lot of guts for those workers to walk out. Yeah. And yet... When four or five Starbucks workers walked out, guess what was waiting for them? 40 members right. of the Young Active Labor Leaders. That's awesome. Led by Angela DeFilippo from yeah, from, from the County. Tarrant County AF of LCO, right. but she lives in Dallas. Yes, and, yes she uh, does. And uh, those y'all people have been instrumental in supporting... Every organizing drive and everything that needs to be done for working people, they are just magnificent.
0: I'm so proud of these folks. Uh, Just, you know, and and when I went to to the store where I stop on Saturdays, I said, hey, guys, Mm -hmm. Mockingbird did it.
1: You can do it, too. You
0: can do it, too. And, of course, I I don't get a lot of response because. Well, they're scared. They are scared because Mm -hmm. Starbucks are just not nice people. The people that work there are wonderful. The corporation does not want them to organize. Mm-hmm. But that goes for all corporations. No corporations want people to organize. I can only think of one place that encouraged their workers to organize, and that's Alexander's in Oakland.
1: No, there was another one. Oh, the Beto campaign. That's
0: right. That's right. The Beto right, campaign. Right. All the campaign that's workers that work that's for right. Beto O'Rourke that's, have that's joined right. the union. That's right. I forgot about that. I do apologize.
1: Here's the statistics on uh, on Starbucks. Uh, before yesterday, they said 201 stores have organized, and we lost in 40 cases, but uh, <laughs> but we won 201 cases, and then yesterday made 202. <laughs> And this was the first one in Dallas. Mm-hmm. If you don't know how to organize, don't start. Wait until you have a professional yeah. organizer. Yeah. The, the people that are doing Starbucks is Workers United. And they're, they're a very good union. Yeah. And you can look them up on the Internet. It's Workers United, or WU. And I think they've got a special department for Starbucks It's like W U S T A R or something is, like that. Is
0: that my buddy? But if you if
1: all else fails and you want to organize and you don't know who to reach, reach me. Yeah. GeneLance.org. G-E-N-E-L-A-N-T-Z.org. I will help you find a professional organizer. He do not do try to do it by yourself because the companies are just looking to fire you.
0: They will eat your lunch.
1: And uh, uh, an individual can do very little. The whole idea of unionism is to work together. That's right. And it is smart to get a professional organizer before you tip the boss off. Yeah,
0: don't tip. A professional
1: organizer knows how to keep you from getting fired. Yeah.
0: And, (laughs) And folks, let me just say this, just so you know. Management is not your friend you might hang out with them after work y'all might go have a drink every once in a while maybe you hang out socially mm-hmm. at each other's homes i'm gonna tell you something right now it doesn't matter how good a friend you think that manager is if that manager is told by their boss to get rid of you baby you gone mm-hmm. and that manager is not your friend
1: 972-647-1893. We've mostly been talking about Medicare, Medicaid, because today is the That's anniversary. The birthday. It was signed in 1965 by President Lyndon Bain Johnson, and after he got the pen, you know, that he signed it with, he said this would never have happened without the retiree movement. And the retiree movement know. today is still working on it. That's it. And trying to get expansion of Medicaid here in Texas. Yes. Good morning. Thanks for calling K N O N. Thanks for waiting.
5: Good morning. Uh, Good, morning. Uh, Good morning. Yes, I'm enjoying the show. Bonnie. Yes. Um, I got a question for. You as uh, I thought you he went back to work, and they gave me a docu sign to sign in, and I don't know about it because I was put on administrative leave. So
7: I was just wondering if there's any way that you can call me and we could discuss that.
0: Yes. Yes. Leave, leave your phone uh, number Leave with your Pierre. phone number.
7: I can leave it. Can you put me a in I'll leave it with
0: you. Call. Yes, yes. The My wife works for AT&T, so we all tied together. Okay, okay. Okay, cool. Let me, uh, Pierre's going to grab your phone number right quick, okay? All right. Thank
1: you. Thank you. All right. Thank you. And you can call us, too, at 972-647-1893. The station just loves it when you do. We love you. Brianna Greer in Georgia fell out of a police patrol car and died, or they said she fell. Really? Police, her family wants to know what happened. How
0: the hell you fall out of a police car? are the doors locked?
1: And we we covered uh, we mentioned several doors. times about D.D. Hall, who died in police custody. Yeah. That was ruled an accident, according to the uh, Dallas Morning News. Uh-huh. Yeah, the sure uh, General Paxton and other attorney generals have threatened to sue Google. Yes. If they don't, if, when somebody goes on Google and asks for how to find an abortion, General Paxton wants them to refer them to an anti-abortion group. Oh, he's such a jerk. and he's going to sue Google if they don't oh, do it. God, so like if if you go ah. on Google and and ask for a taxi cab. They're going to send you to Uber instead. Or uh, you if you, know, go, you ask for Uber, they'll send you to a taxi cab. That so that's what General Paxton is trying this. to force Google to do. I don't know if it's going to happen. Now,
0: let's let's get this clear. General Paxton is Attorney General Paxton. He mm-hmm. is the one that is under federal indictment mm-hmm. for Securities and Exchange Commission uh, violations. Yeah, uh, He's, he's that,
1: also being investigated by the by the, uh, the Board Association of the lawyers
0: because he's the he y'all he is just <laughs> not right in the head mm-hmm. he's not right in the head we have to do something about him and and Hot Wheels and what's the other one what's that other goofball's name uh, patrick. The lieutenant oh dan patrick oh mm. good god almighty
1: 9726471893 but we are just about yeah. out of time so Y'all, you better call quick if you want to talk.
0: These people are dangerous, dangerous, dangerous to our state. Mm-hmm. They would just as soon let the insurance companies take over Texas and raise rates, cut benefits, do whatever they can. Look at what they've done with the electric grid. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, our power was out for 700 and some odd people died mm-hmm. when the power went out in Texas last year in February. And not
1: a single person went to jail. Not for that. one
0: person has gone to jail and over 700 mm-hmm. people died. And now I'm hearing that people's electric bills are going up and up and up because it's going to cost $1.9 billion to fix the grid. Wait a minute. You guys are reporting record profits, and you want to raise rates to fix the grid? That's not how this works.
1: They are doing it, Bonnie. They are, they are raising the rates. And I'm glad you mentioned insurance companies because we've been talking about Medicare and Medicaid. And one would get the impression, if you heard this broadcast today, that everybody loves Medicare and Medicaid. Everybody that, that gets it does love it. However, there's one important group that does not like it, and that's insurance companies. They, they have done everything they could to to under, undermine it. They've gotten the government to subsidize <laughs> their efforts. Yep. Medicaid Advantage is one of the ways that they have tried to privatize Medicare, and they have some other schemes in mind.
0: And don't but- listen to J.J. Walker and... Joe Namath on T V telling you, You get money back on your on your Medicare.
1: Yeah, it's not no, true. Don't do it. You're just paying the insurance company. Good morning, thanks for calling Can and Wynn. Better hurry.
0: Hurry. Hi. Hi. Hi, Bonnie. Welcome in. So the Social Security Rams. Oh, thank you so much. I'm just, I'm waiting for the Medicare. I'm not going to start drawing Social Security yet, but okay, the better. Medicare, I'm Come taking. On in. <laughs>
6: Come on in. The water's fine. Excellent. One, one, of, you, one of your sponsors, she takes Medicare. You right. like Medicare, huh? Uh, uh, yes, yes. The dentist that you have there that uh, promotes you on, um, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's w. great. And I also want to say right quick, because the Republicans want to privatize Medicare
1: mm-hmm. also, they sure do. They want, to
6: take, they want to take over all that Hot Wheels and his gang. Yes, they have to go. And one more thing, I took a survey the other day. They're gunning for Clay Jenkins and and uh, John Crusoe.
0: Yeah, that's well, okay.
6: true.
0: Clay Jenkins is is not up for, uh, but uh, yes, he is. I guess he is. Okay, yeah, they are it gunning is. for him. You're it right. Is. So we got to fight back.
1: We are out of we time. Say so goodbye, Bonnie.
0: Thank you. Good goodbye, time. Bonnie. See you all next week. Thank you, love. Bye bye. Bye bye.